What's up, party people? This is Ian Lenhart coming at you live from Santa Monica, California, just letting you know that it is a damn good day to have a damn good day. I took the last week off to really gear myself up mentally for this next 100 episodes, always trying to improve, always trying to get better, and always trying to up the value that we're able to deliver on this podcast. What this includes is contacting everybody that I know that runs a very successful podcast, YouTube channel, or basically anybody of of influence that inspires me in my life. And asking them some simple questions such as, am I doing this right? Could I be doing this more effectively? Just looking back at your process and asking, am I doing this the best way I can? Because chances are you might have a really good work ethic, but you're working, you're putting work into something that's not moving the needle. By always reevaluating and looking at you know the source of what you're doing on a daily basis to get a task done, you can constantly improve and run these mini experiments to just get overall more productive, saving you more time, making you more happy. And before we jump into this episode, I want to talk about taking the time to understand your organization top down. What does that mean? I don't care whether you're working a nine to five job, a traditional business, a network marketing business, an online business. You should take the time to understand and learn from the people that are currently inside of the organization. That means taking time out of your calendar to have one-on-one conversations. Get to know people on a human level. What happens is a lot of very good things from that. When somebody likes somebody else, they enjoy working with them, they'll do favors for them. And I'm not looking at this as sort of like an angle way, but it's just how the world works. If you give, you get. If you show love, you get love. And it's so important to reach out and connect with all of the people in your upline, downline, your coworkers, etc., and just get an understanding of who they are as people. You can leverage that so much. It makes your life so much easier when it comes to deadlines, getting things done, assistance, everything there is. Take the time today and ask yourself, write down five people that you could reach out to and just connect on a human level, not on a work level, on a human level. At the end of the day, we're humans just trying to find other good humans that make us happy and make us feel good. And it starts with you reaching out and building that connection. Now, I am so excited to introduce our guest for episode 101 of the Len Jones Party of Two podcast, the host of Entertainment Tonight Canada, as well as HGTV's home to win, Sangeeta Patel. Sangeeta has interviewed some of the most incredible people on the planet. She is a co-host with ET Canada, and I mean, her life is straight out of a movie. The people she's interacting with on an everyday basis, this is one you do not want to miss. On this episode, we discuss how to frame conversations to allow people to open up and be themselves. The behind the scenes of being a top news network anchor and the recipe for getting your dream job or just an opportunity in general. Sangeet is just like such a good human. I mean, she just oozes with passion and happiness and overall good vibes. I know our audience is going to completely vibe with her. You guys are going to learn so much from this episode. As always, you can watch this podcast with Sangeet and I live on YouTube. And without further ado, episode 101 with Sangeeta Patel. Let's jump into it. And we're live. Sangeeta Patel. She's in the building. She's looking fantastic. Hanging out in your gym clothes and still looking stunning. That's how you roll. I know. I wear my daughter's Billie Eilish sweater right now. My little nine-year-old. I'm glad I fit into it. That's the, that's the, the key of all of this. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> the biggest win for the day right there. That, that's bigger than the nomination you just got. <laughs> oh, gosh. Congratulations on that. 
Oh, thank you. It's my first nomination ever, and it means the world to me to get it and to be nominated for a host like that. Just means a lot that people recognize the work. And even though I didn't win, it's it still feels really, really good. It really does. So hey, maybe next time. Maybe we'll see. Amen. Well, your first of all, your energy and your overall charisma, how you approach the mic and just every single day is truly spectacular. And one thing that I was very grateful that we're talking today is out of all the humans I've met in this world of, of you know, what up, what up, uh, I, you have this amazing ability to just really get people to open up and calm people's nerves. Like you can speak to people at a really high level, but you also come at it at such like a happy, goofy, like, <laughs> like, like you're like the sit, the sin, simmer down cinnamon bun of reporters like you just make people feel good you know? <laughs> i love that yeah you know it's so interesting you say that because i have the attitude if i'm going to talk to you uh we are best friends for the four minutes that we're in the same room when we're doing an interview uh and i do so much research into people to find out what their story is you know we can never know what you're going to say that's going to lead to another journey of a conversation that could be intriguing for them as well for me so uh, I love it. I love doing interviews. I, it's such a passion for me to hear people's stories and share them. And if I can do that in a subtle and calm cinnamon way or a cinnamon <laughs> way, then that, that's great. And, and, and I'm glad you can see that. That means a lot to me. Have you always had this innate ability to just want to meet people and connect with people? Is that sort of what drew you into this world of, of reporting and interviews and all of this? Well, I used to be an engineer for a very long time. I used to be an electrical engineer. And one of the things I learned through engineering, actually, is that if you talk to someone new every day, you're going to learn something new every day. And it's a mantra that I live by every, every all my life. And it's something that's unique. And I will go up to a stranger and say, hey, what's up? What are you doing? And they may freak out a little bit, but maybe that's the Canadian way. I don't know. But uh, it's something that's important to me. You will learn something new every time you talk to someone. So I think maybe you're right. I think it's just been really my nature. And I've always been doing it all my life. And then every single time you meet someone, they say something that stimulates some sort of idea inside of the brain. And then you just look at things completely different. And I think that from your perspective, it must be so interesting when you, you speak to these like giant celebrities or humans that, you know, to, to somebody that's never met them, they just seem like gods or just like they're not human, yeah. right? They're an alien. And then they sit in, in front of you and you're like, what's up? Like, <laughs> oh, like you eat fast food too, you know? <laughs> And just being able to relate and see people as they are, it must be a very interesting and exhilarating experience. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny you say that. It's true. Like when you sit down, like I talked to Dwayne Johnson, I don't know how many times, and I consider ourselves friends now. Uh, we're able to DM each other and discuss things. And it's, it's so great, but they're just like everybody else. They're just rich compared to us. <laughs> but, you know, they just have this ability to to inspire you. And I, I, you know, there's certain uh, celebrities that I absolutely love. Like George Clooney is so real. Like one time I interviewed him and I was waiting for him in the hallway of the hotel and he shows up by himself. He took an Uber to the interview and then he sits down. I'm like, where's your entourage? He goes, it's just me. And I'm like, this is what makes you the most amazing person in the world. Right? So like, those are the things that you kind of experience. And yeah, I do get excited once in a while. Uh, Helen Marin, when I met her, I was blown away i walked into the room and she's cursing and i'm like i love this woman <laughs> and so you know there are those moments but uh yeah i love talking to people who are a-listers b-listers normal people every day it's it's a wonderful feeling 
Yeah, and it seems like the world of reporting has changed so massively, right? Like we used to live in a society where everyone's shirt and tie showing up as professional as possible, like the yeah. rock and ballers, for example, like just looking to the T. But now it's, it's all about, you know, relax, throw on your onesie, be real, be authentic. And it's interesting, <laughs> right? It is. And I think through isolation, there has been a major shift in terms of how we do uh, interviews. I mean, you and I talking through Zoom. Is this Zoom? This is Zoom. We're Zooming. Everyone is Zooming. I didn't know about Zoom before isolation even happened. And I think going into people's homes, like I wanted to... Uh, did an interview with Chris Hemsworth and he just had a blank wall and and this is his home this is where his family is and it's just everyone has shifted the way they do things and the way we're dressing like I think most of us are business at top and wearing pajamas at the bottom right so uh yeah there's a big difference that's happened especially in the last three four weeks yeah it's interesting and people have had to be you know they've had a basically redefine their life they've had to figure out new routines and you're all about the healthy lifestyle and, and fitness and just always constantly trying to live at such a high momentum like your energy is so high and it has to be that you have a foundation <laughs> unless you just came out of the womb like what up y'all like you know <laughs> whatever whatever you're drinking whatever your routine is to just create this energy it's it's so you just tell us how you do it oh my gosh uh, yeah, maybe I just wake up this way. Uh, you know what? I, I, it's, it's a lesson in life where if something comes to you and it's not great, I always find the positive in it. And, and it's, you know, it sounds cheesy, but there is some truth. Things that happen in your life, you have to learn from it. You got to find that angle where you're like, okay, I screwed up. But from this experience, I'm not going to do it again. Or, you know, this is how I'm going to do it. And so for me, yeah, it's, it's that positive attitude that I try to take with me every day. And fitness is is a place where I go when I'm not happy, when I, there's anxiety. I started doing fitness after my second child where I wasn't there uh, as a person. I was redefining myself as a mom and I was so lost. And so when I started working out at CrossFit, the first thing I did was pick up this barbell. I'm like, my focus right now is just getting this weight up. Nothing else matters. It was just getting this weight up without injuring myself. So that's why I do fitness and I do Fitness Tuesday to inspire other people to say, yeah, you can invest time in yourself. You can have a good life. You can be that positive person. And in terms of health, like I eat so much crap. I can't even tell you, I eat pizza every week. I have dessert every night. And so that, I think that's the reason I work out, but um, you know, I'm a big foodie too. So I live life to the fullest. I don't restrict myself. And you, and, and you know what? I'm in my forties, man. I'm going to enjoy life a little bit more. You're crushing it. I mean, I would think you're high 20s at max. You're cr like, yes, the skin, the, I paid you to say that. <laughs> the skincare routine's on point. <laughs> oh my God, I got no makeup on. Okay. Okay. So if you go back, right, and like you before you're into this, I mean, right now, today, you're this hot shot on the top of the world, interviewing people, doing what you love. Or, I mean, obviously, everybody from the outside might think someone has a perfect mm. life, but we all have those inner struggles. And I'm sure there's a bajillion things that goes on behind the scenes and your life is just as crazy chaotic as the listeners right now. Right. Yeah. Um, but you work hard and, and you've built up this really cool lifestyle where you talk to great people and you seem to be able to do what you love. Was there a moment when you kind of went from that transition from engineer into interviewing that really kind of solidified you to jump into this path and was that how scary was that was that like really daunting to even go into it you know there's a lot of truth to fake it till you make it 
And I think going from engineering, I, you know, I always had, a, I applied for journalism and engineering and I thought, uh, where am I going to make money? Where am I going to make a life? And that was engineering, not journalism. That was going to take a whole new journey. That was going to take me a long time. So I did it, but also in the back of my mind, I knew what I really wanted. And I said, I want to live my passion. So I was blessed to have the opportunity. So I had my engineering degree. And I'm like, if anything happens, I could fall back on it. So I started doing the weather network, which was the perfect fit because it was weather and science and and, and television at the same time. And then I just got picked up at different locations. I'm like, sure, I'll try it. Sure, I'll try it. And then I end up doing entertainment. I'm like, sure, I'll do entertainment. So I think the message is never be scared to open a new door and give it a try. And if it doesn't work out, then you go back. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to take that step. So I'm one of those people. I'm, I, I, I like the little nervousness in saying that, oh my gosh, this is new and this is so different and going for it. Yeah, it's not like fake it till you make it. It's be it till you become it. Ah, a good one. <laughs> one thing I've learned really quickly just in this podcast world and building connections and networking, right? First of all, number one, to make a new friend, it starts with saying hi, right? And in today's yeah. society, you got to do that online because we got the Rona just hovering over us, raining on our parade. But there's so many people out there right now. Like this thing really blows my mind. If you think about college, right? You pick a school, you go to school, society pushes you on to school. That's a whole different debate. But you go pick a school and you create these group of friends that you're dorm with. And those become some of your lifelong friends for majority of people. But you could have went to any other school in the world and you would have had a completely different subset of friends. Mm. So if you think about it like that, there's so many humans outside there right now that are your friends and you haven't even met them yet. Mm. And that kind of drives me sometimes to, to whenever I'm feeling super lazy, I just want to stay home and just cuddle up in my one yeah. and hang. Go out there, meet new people, connect, network, put yourself out there. And I think that I gain a lot of inspiration from you with how you do that because when you meet somebody or, or you're interviewing somebody on your Instagram live, you're doing it in a way where it's, we're, we're just friends. How are you? Yeah. You're yeah. Not, not this reporter like, hello, welcome to Channel 4. <laughs> like, hey, girl, hey, you know? And, hey. and that's, that's, that's a gift. Oh, that means the world to me. And I think the other thing is, um, and you're doing it right now, is just invest a little bit of your time and your story with the person you're interviewing. I know they want to hear a little bit about you as well, and they can relate to some way or another. So I think that's what makes friendship, is to be able to share each other's stories and combine that together. So I think that's maybe another mentality that I have when I am interviewing people. So there you go. We just figure something out. (laughs) What's the skill that you'd reference when you do this very effortlessly? When you're speaking to somebody, you quickly spin it back and allow people to go deeper, right? Someone will say something and you'll just be like, hmm, tell me about that. And, and it'll just drill right down. And then the, you basically just alley-oop them. You hit the who, what, where, when, why of everybody you talk to. And if you do it very well, you do, you do. It's Yeah. Um. I, I don't know how that happens. It's, I think it's just the ability to listen to the person. I think that's where it goes is you pick up on certain words people say and you're like, hmm, why did you say that? There's a reason why you said that. And I'll pick up on that word or that sentence, whatever it is, and communicate that with another question that kind of relates to it. And then that just kind of opens the doors. And, it, and sometimes they go for it. Sometimes they don't. 
but most times they're they're willing to go there and talk about it because it's different maybe for them to be able to talk about their dog who you know I don't know had a, a bad day or whatever it is uh, and I and I like the fact that people can open up that way. Communication too in this world is one of the most awesome traits you can build right yeah and, and by communicating with people on a daily basis you just naturally pick up on cues and I, I like to think about you're building your brain bank because every conversation you have they say something and maybe even one or two things comes back maybe it's this for, for this conversation maybe it's referring you as a cinnamon bun I don't know whatever it is you know <laughs> something you take with you and you carry it on to someone and you put your spin to it and that just transfer of ideas is legendary you know, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And you're right. I think it's, you know, when you do com- communication has so many different elements to it too, right? It could be just you and I staring into each other's eyes and we can communicate that way. I can look at your smile and I know how you're feeling, or it could be your body language, the way you communicate. If you turn your back to me, I know you don't want to talk to me, right? Like it's all of that. And I think if you feel it, and you do, and I do believe there's synergy. I believe your energy that you're putting out, I am going to feel that energy and you're going to feel my energy. I mean, I walked into the room to talk to Halle Berry. Ian, she is absolutely gorgeous, like wow. beyond gorgeous. And I walked into the room and I go, I can't, I, I just can't. Like, this is not real. This is all filtered. This is not <laughs> real. And I just had a moment with her. She goes, okay, you're, you're over. I'm like, no, like you have this aura about you that is just, absolutely gorgeous and I didn't know what I was gonna ask her and we just you know just started chatting about life and then that was my interview and it was just so wonderful because she was letting that energy out so I felt it I definitely felt it. so feel that energy it's exactly what you're saying yeah yeah it's, are we living in a simulation because girl what's going on over here <laughs> But these people, that's their life, right? They look at themselves a certain way. Society might put them on a pedestal, but they still have challenges and hardships. And always remembering that we're always chasing to be someone else a lot of times, but it's the people that are comfortable being themselves that actually achieve happiness. And I know that's a deep conversation, right? Going into that world, how to be happy, right? Yeah, happiness is a a different definition for everybody. And I think with social media, and you brought this up, this is where we're communicating, figuring out how people are doing in their lives. And we put the best out there when you do social media, right? You're not going to put your worst moments. I try to open up conversations when I'm not feeling well or things are happening in my life. And that's something new, right? That's a question that I asked myself. I'm like, why am I on Instagram? What, what's the reasoning behind this? And so it was for me to be able to connect with women who are actually South Asian, who are not have, don't have the ability to have that conversation. So I'm, I'm like, I'm giving you an outlet where we can do this together. And so I think happiness is, is finding your, your truth. And that's a very difficult thing to do, especially when we're dealing with social media and we're dealing with the way we communicate. Um, but, and I'm, I'm still on my journey to find my happiness. Like I'm happy, but is this my ultimate happiness? I don't know. And so I continue to look for that and I never give up. And I'm sure you're like me too. You just like, okay, now that I've achieved this, what's next? What's my next goal? Sometimes you have to wait and just enjoy that moment you just got. And that's something I haven't done. I have to learn how to do that. What are some of those things that give you that happiness, that oh snap moment where time stops and you're super focused? Oh man, being in isolation, I've been seeing my girls growing up. 
I've never had that experience. I'm always on the road every week and to see them bond, I don't know if they're here or not, but to see the girls actually bond is so special. I'm like, this is what it's all about. To see two sisters come together, because I have two sisters as well. There's three of us and my brother, my brother's on the side, but my sisters are so important to me to see them bonding the way they are. Like, that's a gift to have, that's a silver lining in isolation is to be able to be a mom and just stare at them. There's something like, mom, are you dazed? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just staring at you guys, but it's, it means the world to me to be able to see that. Right. That's interesting. How in the, in the world of, of being a host on a giant uh, channel and, and being in this network, how does it work? Right. Are you behind it? Do they tell you like prompts of what to do? Do you go into work and you just have this agenda thrown at you? By the way, you're talking to this person and this person, or is a lot of it freestyle? So it's interesting. That's a really good question because I'm one of those people who really likes to prepare. Like I said, I really want you to be my best friend. So I know who you are. Uh, so I always get, find out who the person I'm interviewing the day before, maybe two days before. And then I spend my evenings doing my own research. And sometimes I fall into this vortex of information and I have to pull myself out. I'm like, it's only a four minute interview. Why am I going into this world? But it, it's important for me to know who you are. So yeah, so that at least I have time to prep for my interviews. In studio, we do our links and liners and you know our information is given in the morning of what the topics are of the day. And then they ask for our opinion on the topics. And sometimes we don't agree on what's happening out there. There's been so much controversy over the last few years in Hollywood with the Me Too movement and Time's Up movement and everything that's, it's it's been so dark in the entertainment world the last few years. So you have to be careful with that and you have to sit with it and decide what's your point of view on it. And is that gonna reflect well on the show as well? So it's 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 been very interesting doing entertainment right now. Are you ever on the show and you say, oh, damn, I probably should not have said that? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a big K-pop world out there. <laughs> uh, and I learned a lesson. You know, you have to be careful. There's a, there's a big fan base. And if you don't like the song, just say you like it. Uh, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> we do ET Canada Live and some, certain things come out and you're emotional and and you have an opinion on something and people are not gonna agree with you, but you have to make sure you're okay with that, that people are gonna come at you for certain things. Uh, but just don't be mean, right? You kindness takes you way further, but an opinion is okay. Everyone doesn't have to agree with it. So I've learned that as well. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I, I upset at them. And they're like, it's okay, it's, it's all right. Because everyone has a different opinion. And there must be some aspect of entertainment where that's good TV, right? You see the guest wild <laughs> yeah, right. up. That's reality TV 101, right? <laughs> but obviously, you I don't want to work someone into that. But that just must be an interesting way of navigation as somebody in your position. Because you, you want the story, but you don't want to upset anybody and you want to be a good person. But at the same time, you want to get mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and, and it's interesting when you do live, when we do our lives, they want your opinion. But when you're doing the actual show, it's the opinion of the whole team, right? And that's what's put on television. So it's more of, and they, they're very good at making sure, are you sure you want to say that? You know, do you want to put that out there? And so when they say that, you're like, okay, should I rethink it? But I, I think as you grow, you try to figure out what is the audience? Who are you speaking to? Are you talking to kids? Are you talking to mothers? Are you talking to dads? And then you go for it. And if that's more, and if that conversation goes towards them, then you've done a really good job. 
Do you get nervous? Do you ever have full-fledged panic attacks where you're like, oh, damn, here comes Halle Berry, and you're just like, <laughs> you're deep breathing, you're like, <sighs> or, um, or is it is it more anticipation, and then you show up? And yeah, I'm just always excited. I, I don't know what it is about doing interviews that get me excited, but I'm. it doesn't matter who it is. I will have the best time with it. I And I love talking to people. There's something about it. So I've never really gotten nervous. I think the only time where I was like, okay, this is happening was when I interviewed the prime minister before he became the prime minister. And there was just hundreds of people and security everywhere. And that's maybe when I was like, okay, I have to be careful what I say. There's certain things I'm not allowed to say. So maybe that was one of the times, but I'm just so excited. I just get, you know, going, traveling around the world, doing interviews and, and having the ability to talk to them about their projects that, you know, it's so great. I mean, most of them are excited about their projects and what they have made. So it's nice to share that. What was the moment like when you first got offered this, this head role into this position? Ooh, uh, it's a funny story because I was at a different station at the time and it was trying, I knew it was time to move. Let's try something new. And I knew that the host of ET Canada was going on a six month mat leave. So do I take the risk of taking a full-time job and taking the six month mat leave? So I went for the audition. I showed up, this is a funny story. I showed up for the audition and they go, did you get the script? They go, what script? I never got a script. And so they had an intern send it and it went to my junk mail. So the other two had the script. They knew exactly what to do. And I went in not knowing what I'm doing. And I think that's what helped me get the job was because I wasn't prepared in terms of what was going to happen. And it was just me going there and just doing it. And uh, I think that the free spirit actually got me the job, I think. But uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty ma magical to be able to do it. But it was a risk. It was only for six months. And I didn't know what was going to happen afterwards. Wow. That's a huge lesson right there. It, sometimes yeah. being prepared is creates underpreparedness and sometimes you just got to float yeah. with the boat and go with the go with the, and that's always been interesting to me from an actor's point of view how people mm -hmm. can go in there with these scripts and all that but how much of it is pure line for line what up what up or just that freestyle flow of somebody just in their world while all these people are staring at them watching yeah and i think you pick it up when you watch movies certain movies are like that you could tell that moment is happening at that time uh, i don't know if you saw the lovebirds that's a new movie that's out right now there was so much ad lib in it it is hilarious because it's so funny because you can tell this is none of this is on script and that's i think those are the moments that make it so special yeah and the whole scriptless movement of talking and communicating you you were in a you actually you had a few roles in a few movies i did <laughs> and i get to play a reporter uh, I was in The Arrival with Amy Adams, which was so exciting. Uh, I was in a movie with, um, oh my God, Jon Snow. What's his name? Uh, From Game of Thrones. Kit oh Harrington. Kit Harrington. Uh, so I did a scene with Kit, Kit Harrington that never made the movie. Uh, I've done a few uh, TV shows as well. And uh, it's been exciting. I love acting. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's a different outlet. It's, uh, it's, it's exciting. And hopefully that can lead to more in the future and not be a reporter and do something else. I would love to be a doctor, like on a reality show, not a reality show, but like Young and the Restless or something like that, like where I can take on a role like that. But yeah, it'd be great to do it. Well, you're building a really cool brand and you're doing all these podcasts and interviews and yeah, you, you work for one of the most badass networks, but it seems like this is just the beginning for you. It seems like you could go in any direction. You could easily crush it on film, being an actress, doing whatever you want in that world. You could probably, I mean, 
you know, you could probably build your own network if you wanted to, right? Oh like, my gosh. Do, there's so much ways of going about it. I mean, you've built such a loyal fan base of people that truly love to see you and hear you. That's interesting. Where, where do you feel like the next five to 10 years could be for you? Oh, that's a, where do you think I should be? I mean, definitely, keep that, <laughs> definitely keeping, up, keeping that smile, right? Oh. Possibly, possibly being able to fit into that sweatshirt. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just living your life to the fullest, you know? Yeah. I, I just think that you should be on the cover of like every bit, a huge magazine. And I, one day I want to roll into just the CVS and be like, oh, what up, Sangeeta? I wonder if she remembers me, you know? <laughs> you need to be my publicist. <laughs> you, need to, you need to take me on. Um, you know, it's, it's, thank you. That means the world to me. Thank you. That, that, you're so awesome. No, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't, again, I don't know how to take it in. It's, it's a very difficult way for me to look at things. I, I still get very excited and shocked by things. I was just on the cover of Hello Magazine and I was like, how did I end up on the cover of Hollow Magazine? And it was me wearing a mask because recently I've been out and delivering hot meals to shelters and kitchens and long-term care facilities because I needed to do something that I can help people. And, uh, and it just worked out so well that it, we're able to do it. We're off to our fifth week now. Um, and that's totally changed me as well. So it's for me, it's just, I, I don't know. I'm just having a good yeah. time and loving life. And if it leads to more, I would love it. I mean, ultimately would be a great daytime talk show where I can do interviews and people can be part of the conversation. I mean, that's the ultimate goal to do something like that because I figured out what my passion is. That's talking to people. Yeah. And you built the network, you built up the Rolodex of humans that whatever you do, you'd be able to garner support and build something uh -huh. pretty quickly. So you're really laying the foundation right now to do pretty much anything you, you want to do. And that's oh. important, important to think about for everyone listening in are you today setting yourself up for the future? Because people might right now be in a position that they might not love or think that it's the greatest thing on earth since you know, bread, but it could be very well an amazing stepping stone to getting that opportunity that makes you realize, hey, wow, this is a new passion. And you know that feeling when you discover a new passion for the first time? It's, it's almost... Like when you first get a dog or a cat or a new animal, you're just like, what up? Like, I love you. <laughs> about a hobby or something that you're passionate about. And then you go deep down the webs of that passion. And before you know it, you're 60 pages deep in Google and you know everything about archery or swimming or flowers. I feel that euphoria, I feel, is something we are always chasing as humans, just looking for fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And it's true. I think a lot of people are just scared to take that step. They feel like they're not ready for it and you'll never be ready for it. It's even to the conversation of when do I have kids? You're never ready for it. You just got to take the leap and just make it happen. Um, and I think that's how I see life as well. I mean, I became the cover girl last year of Canada and I still can't believe it. It's, you know, they picked me as the cover girl. And so, you know, that itself has its own ability to make people go forward. It's not just for me. It's for people who are women of color who say, yeah, this is not the normal face. This is not the normal look. And that's okay to celebrate. And CoverGirl took that risk and it's been great. So you, you just got to open up to it. And I think that's, I think you and I are both saying that way in terms of just letting it be and say, Hey, let's try this. Let's see what happens. Amazing. Amazing.
you can't you don't know what you do until you give it a shot right if you got to say hi right. to you just never know you give it one shot and you might love it you might hate it but at least you try it. it's the bucket list mentality right so if i were to go back and i were to look can you hear me by the way are you cutting out okay can you hear me now yeah now i can yeah you froze for a second what up, yeah. what up? We back. Um, if if we were to go back in time okay. and we were to see, say, Sangeeta, like, did you go to college? I went to university. Yes. Awesome, and that's university is okay. That makes sense. Did you was was that an impactful time in your life? Oh gosh, yeah. I uh, I went to engineering school. I was I don't know seven or eight girls out of a hundred guys in electrical engineering that women didn't go into this program. It was challenging. It was, I, why did it go into engineering? I love math and science, but why did I do it? I'm not even sure. I didn't even know what engineering was at the time, but I wanted to prove that a girl can do it. And so I went into the program and it was so hard. It was not easy. Uh, but from it, I learned how to think in a 3D world. And what that means is when, you, when you're an engineer, they teach you to look at things three steps forward. And so I think I've taken that into my life. I'm going to do this now. What's the next few steps that's going to follow with it? And so I think that was great. And it, again, I'm an example that you never know where you're going to end up. And most engineers are not engineers anymore. They're accountants or they're on entertainment shows or, you know, they're all doing different things. But it's taking that mentality of what you've learned as an engineer. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, and now, and now you're probably such a handy woman. Like you can probably do so much things just around like electrically and, and everything. Yeah. Understanding that base layer, you can just probably gives you yeah. so much support in your life. Yeah, I, I can figure things out. <laughs> I, I don't worry about uh, where's my husband? Can he help me? It's more of I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can figure this out. And so that's, that's another technique for sure. Building it. So if you were to go back and speak to Sangeeta right out of college, she has mm. this engineering degree. She's pursuing, she gets that engineering job. You know, her family's super proud of her. She's living the dream, right? What would you have said, maybe if you could go back in time and ask her, say one, two or three things that would have saved you a ton of time, money, headache, heartache. Mm. And I know a very valid answer to this would be, I wouldn't have said anything because it made me who I am today. Mm -hmm. But taking away that logic, what are some lessons or principles you would have told yourself? Save money. <laughs> Right off the bat, uh, honestly, if I had more knowledge about taking care of uh, my accounting, I would have done that at a younger age. I mean, we go through university, we are in debt. There's so many things that hold you back when it comes to funding and how do you take care of yourself. So that was a big worry going into everything that I was doing. And, and I think the reason I stayed an engineer for five, six years, not only to get my PN, was to be able to pay off my university and be able to be comfortable uh, as an adult, right? So I think that's one big lesson I would have told myself. And I think not to worry too much. Don't stress too much. It's everything, everything happens for a reason. And there's some, there's so much truth to that. And so again, I learned that at a later age that, you know, when you do have situations that happen and you learn from it, that's important. Take it. Don't be too worried about it. So I think I was a very stressed out person when I was an engineer, but when I, once I got out of it, I was much, much better with it. What would you recommend to somebody that wants to pursue a similar path as you that might be a current engineer and wants to get into the talk show world and, and maybe do a complete pivot out of something that they've went to school for? That must be yeah. a very stressful, you know, brain experience. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. It, it, I think it's that question of how far do you want to go with it, right? You can't give up halfway. Is it worth it for you to leave engineering and go into the entertainment world? Is it, will you be happy? And what will you do to make it happen, right? So for me, I contacted every producer on every station when I was at the Weather Network. I go, how do I make this bigger? How do I change my life? And one day it worked out that I met with a, a producer and um, at one of the stations and we had this conversation at eight o'clock at night. I went to her office and I'm like, and then you hear back for a month. So I called her and I go, hey, I'm ready to work. And she goes, what? And I go, I'm ready to come. Are you ready for me? And she goes, okay. And that's how I started becoming a weather reporter for City TV. So that's how it all started. And that from there, everything just kind of grew. So it depends how much time you really want to invest in it. Think about it. You can say, I want to do this. I want to do that. But do you really want to do it? Yeah, because you can't fail if you reach out to every single one of those people five to yeah. 10 times over the course yeah. of five years. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, you have to step up. I think it's the Tom Brady advice. You know, it doesn't matter if you're the first pick or the seventh pick. As long as you get on the field, then you don't screw up. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's like, all right. It's good. Good analogy, yes. It's goat talk. So if there was one thing you could mention to anybody that's right on the fence of diving into, say, a new career, starting the new business, building their brand, and they're just nervous, they're scared, they're overthinking. What would you mention to the person that's just something's holding them back and they need that push to move forward and, and just dive right in? You know, it's, it's difficult doing it on your own. You have to have that support. If you're feeling nervous, it's okay to feel nervous, but it, to get pushed over that fence, you need to know there's someone that has your back. It could be one person. It could be your full tribe, whoever it is. You should be able to go forward with the support of someone. I think it's very important to have that in your life, be it your husband, be it your best friend, your mom, dad, whoever it is, but find that support because if you do fall, they're there to hold you up, right? And you need that because not always it's going to work out and sometimes you, you are going to fail. You're going to fail multiple times before you get to that point. So make sure you have someone you can fall back on. I think it's very important There's, they're there for you mentally. That's amazing. I could talk to you forever. Your energy is so good. You're just a good person. There needs to be more people like you. And I feel this is just the beginning. I mean, I, I think that, trust me, I mean, I don't know. I, I know very little about you, right? And just from yeah. as much as I've looked on some videos and, and your Instagram and, and people you've talked to, it seems like you're just stepping into your power more and more every day. So I'm excited to continue to follow your journey because I think you're going to look back at this moment in time and be like, wow, I was only there. I have now done this, this, and this, and this. I mean, you know, it's just the world is your oyster and I appreciate you just shedding some light to our audience, oh. letting everyone know because the truth is you're approachable, you're real, you're honest. And I think it's very motivating to people knowing that they can do something like you're doing too if they just believe in themselves. Say, so give it a shot. I love what yeah. you said. If you want to be a weather girl or weatherman, whatever you would call it, go apply to 500 freaking weather stations tomorrow. Don't let no be an answer. If you want to build a business, make the thousand calls you got to do. Just do it. Whatever makes you feel good at the end of the day, that's yeah. what means something. And the world will catch up at the end. It's like the iceberg method, right? Everyone sees the top 10%, but not the 90% of the crap. <laughs> There's a lot of crap down there, yes. 
There's a lot of crap, but you're an angel. Thank you. Like you mean you, you came to me at the right time after losing yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. Uh, you know, I I even wrote down, like I got nominated. Maybe this is my last time. And I had that negative thought in my head, but I shall let that go. And I thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. And how can people that are listening and continue to follow your journey and get more Sankeets in their life? Good question. What's my Instagram handle? I don't even know what it is. It's Sangeeta.Patel, I believe, or is it underscore? <laughs> I think it's one of those. One of those. It's Sangeeta.Patel. <laughs> yes, I got it right. Uh, so follow me on Sangeeta.Patel. Uh, follow me on Tuesday where I do fitness. I have this schedule that I follow. Uh, you know, talk fashion, talk about life, talk to my kids. Uh, you know, it's right now I think we just really need a a strong conversation between everybody through isolation as we learn from each other and just kind of support each other and um, this is the time this is the time to learn there it is we appreciate you till next time thank you so much thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two if you enjoyed it please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes and remember hope is not a strategy Keep making moves. Till next time, peace.